Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. I've always wanted to put up a billboard that says this is not who we were. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to say in this country that this is not who we are. Right. Well, we are. What do you think we need in this city? That's... Eric, thanks for the question. Thank you. It's a <laughs> deep one. It's a heavy one. Um, if we begin to see a shift to one another. I wanted to call and say how happy I am for you. There will be uncomfortable points. On St. Louis Radio, Carol Daniel has never been just another voice. Her audience got to know her as a fixture on KMOX News, whose station tagline is The Voice of St. Louis. So Carol Daniel was the voice on The Voice of St. Louis. Until April 13, 2023. That day, Carol delivered a bittersweet broadcast. So I read a quote this morning that said... <clears throat> That said, for many, retirement is a time for personal growth, which becomes the path to greater freedom. A poet said, the only way that we can live is if we grow. The only way that we can grow is if we change. And the only way that we can change is if we learn. And the only way we can learn is if we are exposed. And the only way that we can become exposed is if we throw ourselves out into the open and do it. So I'm going to do it. I am throwing myself and I am retiring oh, after wow. 28 years Congratulations. Here, um, at KMOX. Fortunately, neither Carol nor her voice left St. Louis. In fact, it's been just the opposite. She's now behind the mic at 9 PBS with a new podcast called Listen, St. Louis, which began posting episodes last week. And we're delighted to say Carol Daniel is with us right now. Carol, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Well, it's good to be with you. So, Carol, that, uh, that audio, um, you're announcing your retirement and it sounded like maybe there was a little bit of a, a catch in your voice. Oh. What was it that brought you to that moment? There was a catch in my voice, and I unexpectedly immediately got emotional when I was making the announcement. A lot of things brought me to it. My parents um, were ill. My mother has dementia. She had then had breast cancer, then had a stroke. My father was her caregiver. He became ill. Um, he passed away three months ago. Oh, so and then, thank you. And then I had skin cancer, got it, it was on my face. And then I had thyroid cancer a year ago um, in October. And I felt, Elaine, I'm not going to wait for the other shoe to drop. Um, both of my sons had had mental health issues, pandemic, college issues, and it was all overwhelming, and I just felt I'm, I want to live my life. Not to mention my husband had been convincing me. <laughs> we need to retire and, and live this life while we can, while yeah. we're healthy. Uh-huh. That is a lot of life to happen in a, a very short period of time. I'm exhausted explaining it yeah. all to you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we took notice of your retirement here at St. Louis Public Radio and among the people who work at KMOX. Um, 
and you know our our new staff who said something about the announcement. And there's a great deal of respect for your your body of work, and I'm certain you must have received an outpouring of people wishing you well. Did that influence your desire to continue working? Yes and no. I'd already made the decision that there was something else. I'm only 61, so I'm not taking advantage of retirement benefits. Mm -hmm. I can't. Still need to pay insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Still have a mortgage. Mm -hmm. And so I always knew that I would do something else. I just didn't know what it was. And so there there was that desire. Mm -hmm. But then people are very clear, were very clear with me that you can't go anywhere. <laughs> People were thinking I was going to move. I'm, no, I'm not moving. And so there there were conversations that encouraged me to examine what else there was to do. Mm-hmm. Now, you quoted a poem written by C. Joy Bell C. about throwing yourself into the open as the only way we can learn. Why was it that you chose those particular lines, you know, if we throw ourselves into the open and do it? Because honestly, I thought that if I did not just physically move myself and let myself be moved, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't make the move. Right. And so throwing yourself sort of with abandon, I'm just going to throw myself out into the unknown, although it is known. I mean, I I knew I would land somewhere. Right. I knew I would do something, and I wanted it to be something of purpose uh, for the greater good and use all that I've learned and all that I have established and all that all the favor that I have um, been given and the, the blessings of longevity in this market. So I knew that I would land somewhere, but I knew that if I did not make the move and let myself be moved, that I might just stay in a darn good job with excellent pay and wonderful benefits, Uh and I would just stay. And so I had to throw myself. Because there's something more? Because there's something more. I'd like to invite you into the conversation. Do you have a question for Carol Daniel about her 40-year career in broadcasting or about her new project? at PBS. Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK, or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpr.org. So Carol, you are not originally from St. Louis, from what I understand. How did you wind up here and specifically at KMOX? I, I love telling this story, and I've told it to my kids They're, that my sons are now in their 20s, but I've told them the story um, as, as a way to motivate them to always um, behave. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked in Cape Girardeau uh, for three and a half years, and one day I anchored the news there, walked out of the studio into the newsroom. The phone rang. I answered it, and a gentleman on the line said, you don't know me. But my name is Tom Langmire. I'm the program director at KMOX in St. Louis. We have an opening. Would you like to apply? Oh, wow. <laughs> and all I said on my end of the call, because there were other people in the newsroom, I said, yes, absolutely, of course, okay, thank you, goodbye. 
So that was pretty much the extent of my side of the conversation. (laughs) Others in the room said they knew it was a job offer of some kind because of how I sounded. And so I had to go get a passport photo. I didn't have a photo. I didn't have a resume. I had to send him writing samples and had to overnight them. 30 years ago, had never overnighted anything, and it was probably <laughs> $6 at the time. Of course. Now it's 30 or four, whatever. And so um, they. I drove to St. Louis with my husband. We stayed at the old, it was the Adams Mark then, mm-hmm. and came in on a Saturday morning, did a live on-air broadcast test. Okay. And it was on air for two hours with a gentleman by the name of Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. That was his name. And I was hired and we packed up our house and moved to St. Louis two weeks later. Mm -hmm. We have a caller, Michael, who's calling from Fenton. Michael, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Hey, Carol. Hi. How are you? I'm great. This is Mike Mahan. How are you? Oh, how are you? I'm fantastic. So I only had your old KMOX number or email, so I sent you an email through your new podcast, uh, service, but when they offered to let people talk on the air, I wanted to call and say how happy I am for you. Um, it this sounds fantastic. It ab- absolutely sounds like the ideal situation for you. But I still think you would make a great therapist. <laughs> so, so doctor, doctor Mike, right? Oh, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank and, you for and calling. Thank Michael. you so much. And he used to come on KMOX, and and he was our wonderful resident therapist. Yeah. Psych with Mike is his, <laughs> uh, I believe, his podcast. Mike, okay. it is so great to hear from you. And you need to give me your reach out to me. <laughs> well, he knows I, where to find you. Well, he apparently he does. Yeah. Uh, because I sent him a thank you card to the wrong address, and he and it got sent back to me, Doctor Mike. So thank you. Well, it sounds like. Well, Go yes, ahead. go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, you. I, I included my information, my contact information. Yes, in thank you. The listen, yeah, so you'll and, have it when you... Dr. Mike knows that, that in another life I would have been a psychiatrist or psychologist mm-hmm. because I do, I always tell people I took nine hours of psychology at Mizzou, the only classes that I passed, oh, <laughs> and I loved them. I love <laughs> the human mind, the human spirit, the way our emotions work in tandem with our thoughts. I love all of that, and, and Dr. Mike knows that. Mm-hmm. Thank so you good for to hear calling. <laughs> we also Thank you have Thank uh, you. Eric, who is calling from U City. Okay. My, uh, Eric, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. Um, I, I'm really excited to hear about your show and look forward to hearing it. I, I'm wondering, as somebody who's worked in the community myself for 50 years, what do you think we need in this city uh, as both a journalist and as a citizen, particularly given uh, that you're uh, coming from a minority community that will maybe soon be the majority community and what's going on in our country right now? What do we need in St. Louis right now from your perspective? Yeah. That's Eric, thanks for the question. Thank you. It's a <laughs> deep one. It's a heavy one. Um, I do think we need there's there's things we need on the individual level, um, and there's things we need as a collective. And we ne- we do need to think of ourselves as a collective. I often think of how people in other cities, Chicago, New York, L.A., Atlanta, how proud they are despite their problems. They're proud to be Saint. Uh, they're proud to be Chicagoans. They're proud to be New Yorkers. We are not proud to be. St. Louisans really. Mm -hmm. You're proud if you're from St. Charles. You're proud if you're from Eureka. 
you're proud if you're from Edwardsville, but you're not proud of St. Louis because we think of it only as the city. And we're not proud of the city. Mm-hmm. And we're upset with things that are happening in the city. Um, so I do think that has to happen as a collective, that we yeah. have to function in, in, in a sense of pride. And that one of my podcast guests, Amy Hunter, who's the VP of, yes. of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion mm-hmm. at Calaris, we love her. Um, she said we need to think of this as a relationship and as a marriage and that we need to run to one another like you're falling in love mm-hmm. instead of running away from one another. Now, that's a you know high-flying, emotional way to look at it. But if we see one another as true, 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 true neighbors – If we see one another as I can't survive without you and you can't survive without me, we might do some things differently. And we cannot, Elaine, I would add, we can no longer let politicians divide us for their own power. Mm -hmm. We can't let politics divide us for its own selfish gain, which is often what politics has come to. Mm -hmm. And so we have to remove some of these um, some of these divisions and really think of one another as as family um, and as neighbors. So that's my emotional take on what we need to do. We also need to, you know, be more stable and and, and and give to those who are making people, helping people to live stronger lives. And and um, there's some there are, are also some policy changes that have to occur. I won't mm-hmm. get into that because I'm not a politician, but. <laughs> well, and policy is something that affects everyone, everyone, you know, every day. Everyone. We're talking today with St. Louis broadcast legend Carol Daniel. In mm. April, Carol announced her retirement from KMOX after 28 years. She's a new project, hosting and producing a new show with nine PBS called Listen, St. Louis with Carol Daniel. So this new podcast, you introduce each episode of Listen St. Louis by noting the critical issues facing black and brown residents in the St. Louis region. And you raise the questions, first, how did we get here? Then what's holding us back? And how do we progress? You've been reporting in this region, on this region for decades. Do you have something specific in mind when you ask, how did we get here? Number one, the current debate over how history is taught That was one of the jumping off points for me Mm -hmm. that if we ask the question earnestly and answer it honestly, there will be uncomfortable points in that answer. How -hmm. did we get here? How did we get here where homeownership is what it is for African-Americans specifically? How did we get here where business creation is what it is? for specifically African-Americans. How did we get here Mm -hmm. where incarceration rates are what they are? They were not always this way. Educational attainment was not always this way. Family brokenness was not always this way. And I've always wanted to put up a billboard that says this is not who we were. Mm -hmm. You know, we like to say in this country that this is not who we are. Right. Well, we are a selfish, fearful you know, the base emotions come into play. And again, politicians use those things, you know, use fear to drive you to the polls, use fear to drive you apart, use fear um, to maintain or or attain power. Um, but if we answer the question, how did we get here? We can look at incarceration rates. We can look at um, discipline rates in school. And I've experienced this as a mother of, of black sons. Mm-hmm. Discipline rates for the same offenses are much more harsh 
How did we get here? Why does that happen? That's a diff- And it's a difficult answer mm-hmm. because it points the finger at some. Right. And if you're the one who is in charge of that, if you're making those decisions to suspend a black girl for fighting, but to give the white girl in school suspension, why did you make that decision? Yeah. Why are we, why did we, why are we suspending? Mm-hmm. And this is changing, of course, because of, uh, of really because of George Floyd's death and, and even before that. So I, I ask that question, jumping off point number one, because there's a debate over we're not going to teach history that makes white children uncomfortable, which is ludicrous. We are not raising critical thinkers. We must be critical thinkers to understand why a 16-year-old girl would want to have a baby, mm-hmm. why a 22-year-old young man would want to impregnate a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. We have to be critical thinkers about the issues that we face, and we cannot be critical thinkers mm-hmm. if we don't ask and answer critical questions. Right. And so all that, of that's uncomfortable. Yeah. We've got to get past just being uncomfortable. We've got mm-hmm. to get past that. If you are married people and you are listening right now, you have to get past uncomfortable things to be in a whole healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. You have to. Right. You know, the, the podcast episodes that have been posted so far, there are six of them. And as we're thinking about these questions that you open each of the mm-hmm. podcasts with, you know, what is it that came first, the interviewees you wanted to talk with or what they're doing? In, for instance, in Amy Hunter's case, I could talk to Amy about how you make bread and it would be impactful and interesting. Interesting, right. So for some of them, it the person came first. The episode that was released last week with Karan Bolden, who's a motivational speaker in his 20s, he was a, a, a young rapper, um, and he has a social uh, media company called Bold Moves Agency. His story came first, because as we focus at 9PBS a great deal on mental well-being, I knew that he, as a young black man, and he's 40, I call him a young black man, still young to me, mm-hmm. um, I knew that he was very public about his mental health struggles. And so his story came first. And how do we get here in answering that question that in the black community, we're still coming out of the notion that you can just pray it away, mm. that 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 the reason you have depression is because you don't have enough faith. All of those are, are false. Right, right. They're, they're false thoughts, right? So we're, we're debating that. And more and more black people are saying, I'm going to get therapy, which is a good thing. So mm-hmm. I thought of him because of his story first. But I also listed on one side of a page, education, health care, mental health, um, business ownership. I listed um, topics mm-hmm. and then thought of the people. Yeah. So it, it came in both ways. Mm-hmm. Now, progress is something that you are you're looking for. Hoping. Right? Hoping for. And that can be very elusive, <laughs> mm-hmm. very hard to define. What is it that you're looking for? Like what will be the signs that progress is being made? That's a wonderful question. One of the things that we hope to accomplish at 9PBS is to change the narrative, to change the story we tell ourselves about ourselves. 
And so if we can increase awareness, and, and that, again, as you, as you described it, is one of those things, do I know that awareness has changed? Mm-hmm. Are we talking in a different way? Are we having different conversations? Are we bringing more people to the table to talk about these things, whatever the issue is that we're bringing up on the podcast? Then I know. Now, there are some other figures. Are people actually listening? Are people tuning in? Are they subscribing? And the comments that that, that we are getting. Um, And in the end, will there be policy change? Will we see more young men decide I am actually going to stay in school. Will we mm-hmm. see more families decide we're going to take advantage of resources and heal not only our individual selves, but heal our families? So will we see the phones of the United Way and of Comprehensive Behavioral Health and uh, of the Urban League, will we see their phones ring more? Will we see more people say, okay, I, I need help? Will we see also, Elaine, more people come to the table? Mm-hmm. I, I say to audiences often, I know there are a lot of you in here, men who have 20 pairs of tennis shoes, women who have $1,000 purses. We put our money and our time and our resource, resources into what we value. And if we begin to see a shift to one another, that we put our time, our money, and our resources into one another because we then value, we say we value one another, that will be a change that I hope the podcast does, in fact, spur. More mm-hmm. people will say, raise their hand, what can I do to get involved and to help and to turn the tide of this region? Yeah. The last couple minutes, treasure is time. Mm-hmm. It's energy. It's thought. And you are putting that into this new endeavor mm-hmm. at 9PBS. Over the years that you spent at KMOX, I mean, what is it that you have gleaned there that 2023 Carol is ready to put into this podcast at a public media station. When I mentioned the word favor, early on in my career at KMOX, my husband encouraged me to be, and I've always been an active person in in community, encouraged me to be active in the community. And so I got to know as many people and as many stories as I could. And I longevity, as Dr. King said, longevity has its place. And so I have immersed myself in this community. And and there was a goal, of course, to be known so that people would then listen to you mm-hmm. and it would build listenership um, and ratings, right? But it was also so that I the scripture that to whom much is given, much is required is foundational for me. And the much is not money. It's not, it's, it is just that I have something to give and I've been blessed and I need to be a blessing. So that's what I've gleaned. Carol Daniel spent 28 years at KMOX. After a brief retirement, she's back as senior producer and host at 9PBS. Her new podcast, Listen St. Louis, has already released its first four episodes and more are on the way. Carol Daniel, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Elaine. This episode was produced by Danny Wissentowski. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. 
St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.